TC Mathern. Uh, thank you so much for for doing my little podcast show here. Uh, oh, it's a pleasure, man. I, I don't know. Me. Do you remember the first time we met each other? I think that's a tough question. And I was thinking about that yesterday when, when, when we were texting. But did we meet on – I know we you and I spoke um, at the Your Honor table read, but also we worked on um, Breaking News in Yuba County together. Yes. I don't remember which was first. Or, or did we meet before that? I believe – no, we didn't meet before that. I think we've only okay. met each other twice in person. Uh, and the first time was breaking news in Yuba County. And I kind of have this. Okay. I think I told you this thing I'm about to tell you um, at the Your Honor table read. But mm. uh, so that uh, I, I think I either got the call sheet for breaking news either the night before or the morning of. But um, I knew that Allison Janney and like Regina Hall. Matthew Modine, like all these incredible actors, like we're going to be there. But I was most excited when I got the call sheet and I saw TC Mathern on there. I I know this is, I think I told you this at the Your Honor Read, but me, you know, I live in Huntsville, Alabama, once upon a time in Huntsville. And uh, I have another buddy here who we like, uh, we love like scouring IMDb and like looking at like local actors that are just like, succeeding because we want to see like oh what can we do to book as much as them or so on and so forth and it was like you uh lucy faust and uh some uh, some other people and i actually worked with lucy too she's great um but uh so like we kind of like uh we and the reason uh we knew about you is because we are such big fans of true detective season one and then when oh, season yeah. three came out, we, you know, we just gulped it down and uh, gulped it down. And you are, I can't remember what exa- uh, exact episode you're in. Uh, I don't but think I remember. You got to <laughs> work with uh, both Mahershala Ali and Stephen Dorff. And like, and you crushed yeah. it too. And we were like, oh, he like lives in New Orleans and you know, he's a great local actor. And so whenever I saw your name on that call sheet, I was like, T.C. Mathurin. Like, I sent my buddy a text. I was like, dude, I get to work with T.C. Mathurin today. And we were like, crack it up. And uh, then when I met you, you're, you're such a nice and easygoing guy and a great actor, too. Um, and then the fir- and then the second time, yeah, was at the Your Honor table read where I tracked you down. And I think I told you all of that. And you were probably like, oh, okay, <laughs> cool. No, I'm that's super flattering, man. And I appreciate you saying it uh, even again. You know, I get it's interesting because I feel like I'm and I am in a way, but like still in the same like someone's looking at you the same way you were looking at me. I you hope know what so. I mean? They are. I mean, but also it's like so it's just like just do, you know, your thing and do good work. Um, but I'm glad you like True Detective. That was like a stressful thing man Dude, I, I can't even it. imagine because it, it was like it was a lot of pages we shot all that in one day and they cut some of the dialogue out which is fine it happens but a lot of pages and they want it word perfect yeah so this and i'm i have like an improv background so things can kind of be kind of loose with me yeah for yeah. better or worse and the script supervisor came over and and he kept sweetest guy on the planet but he was like uh, you said you said barn here. It's shed. You said you know. It's like these little things, and I'm like, I probably I'm, I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. I'm gonna get it. Uh, 
But man, Mahershala Ali is a saint, bro. He's like at the end of that shoot, and I normally I play it pretty cool. I don't get like starstruck. I'm like I'm just you know yeah of course kind of doing my thing. Um, but he was so so like such an like an actor with yeah. me, you know what i mean it was like it was just like giving and taking the whole time and uh afterwards i was so impressed i was like dude thank you for taking care of me today and i went to shake his hand and he like pulled me in for oh, a hug. He's, no, like, no. he's like you took care of me and i was like man this is a sweetheart dude, dude they're both great and that was an incredible experience yeah yeah that's but very very stressful like very how many how many auditions did you have to go through and like when you were you a big fan of like the show prior to when you were auditioning for it yeah i i had watched season one and i was a big fan yeah. and then I, I didn't watch season two i think i started it and then you know yeah yeah never finished it and then uh i don't remember how many auditions it was i don't think it was that many um I mean, to be honest, I think they were, <laughs> I think I got lucky. I think they were kind of pressed for filling that part, yeah, you know, because yeah. uh, I think I auditioned for it that week and flew out that week. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Um, What's funny is for that, you know, I actually read for that part and they brought me in 12 times. Did they really? No, I'm just joking. <laughs> I was to say, it's like. Cause that stuff like that happens, you know? Yeah. 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 yeah, yeah. Uh, That would be terrible though. If I auditioned for it 12 times and they kept bringing me back in and they like watch your tape they're like, ah, he's the guy, but let's keep bringing in this other guy. Just, (laughs) just to do that. Unfortunately that happens all the time, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, that's why it's like, as an actor, you know, you have to like, it's like a constant practice of like being Zen and present, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Cause I feel like every time I get an audition, I don't really do it anymore. Luckily, but I'm like precious about it. It, it fall. It's gone. It's already gone. Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. And then you forget about it. Sometimes I'll get a call from my agent and they'll be like, you booked this thing. I was like, I don't even remember auditioning for that. Yes. You know? yes. That's how it goes. That's something that it took me a really long time to learn. And I'm, I'm finally glad I learned it because some, some people just never do is when, yeah. uh, you 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 get an audition, especially if it's for something like big or against or opposite an actor that you really respect. After you tape it, you just think about it every day, and every time your phone vibrates, you like pick it up and check it, and that like literally just can drain you. I remember doing that for one of the first auditions I got, and I think as I had gotten a callback for it, I was like, oh my gosh, like I'm like this is every time my phone went off, you know, I'm picking it up, and then like a month went a month went by and I was like, I can't, I just got to forget about it. Like I can't let this yeah. like destroy me because <laughs> every other yeah. audition I was getting, I was like, I don't care. I just care about this one. Yeah. Um, and then when I finally, like you kind of just said, you know, you tape it and then you just kind of forget about it. And then when you book it, you're like, that's cool. I don't remember what it was, but like, I'm ready for it. I, like, that's awesome. Yeah. And, and it's like operating from a place of like, not, not caring, because you still care about it. Like yeah, 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 yeah. Um, do you care, but but not acting out of a place of desperation. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I think that's that's where, like, once you can fall in, it's, it's simple, but it's not easy, you know? But once you can fall into that little pocket, I find that's when, like, at least for me, it's like, then things really started rolling, you know? Yeah, somebody once told me that, um, kind of like what you said, like, uh, I, I'm going to butcher how they said it, 
But uh, yeah, they said essentially, don't be begging them for a job. Show them that yeah. you're the one that can do the job. Yeah, and it's just like this. You're asking me to audition for this because I'm. I'll show you how to do it. And if you don't like me the way I did it, then that's fine. Then then another actor, uh, you, uh, most of the time a really other great actor gets the part, and you feel happy for them as well. Um, yeah, it's like I found the the stuff that I book is the stuff that's meant for me, you know. And the stuff I don't like, I'll, if I watch it or see it it wasn't for me, you know, even it either wasn't good, which sometimes I'm like, dodge the bullet or yeah, like, yeah. it's like, it is good, but I could have never done it. You know what I mean? It's like that. Cause that's not me. Yeah. Um, and once you accept that, it's just, it, things get easier. You know what I mean? It's yeah. like, you're, you're not so hard on yourself. Yeah. Without a doubt. Um, I kind of want to go like all the way back before you started booking these huge projects, like Godzilla, true detective, antebellum and um uh where were you in your life when you were like oh like acting's an option i want to do that were you like a very like little child and that's just always been your dream or did it like just happen you know in your mid-20s or yeah that's funny because sometimes i feel like i got into it a little later you know than i would i fell into it i was at uh in college i studied psychology and that was great but I didn't know what I wanted to do. And I acting was never, I never acted, didn't do anything like that. Oh, wow. Oh, and then my senior year, my, so yeah, I never did. I wasn't a theater kid. I didn't do anything like that. Yeah. You don't seem um, like, but I didn't like kid. anything. I was like a kid. Like I like really, yeah. You seem yeah. too chill of a person to be a theater kid, which, you know, I find is very nice. Oh, okay, good. Yeah. I mean, again, I wouldn't know. I, I like, if you said like to describe a theater kid, I couldn't do it. I don't, I don't know. You've what... never been around them on set. Uh, they usually have it. Kind of, I don't know. Like, you know what I mean? I don't, oh, okay, I don't okay, like, okay, gotcha, you gotcha, know, gotcha. I, I don't, I don't, um, they're not like, Hey, theater kids come sit over here. And so we all, you know what I mean? It's like, I don't know who or what that means. A theater yeah. kid is usually the one that just randomly starts singing show tunes. Oh, okay. <laughs> or usually they'll tell you I've done this product like out of nowhere. I don't, maybe I've, I've met a lot of them during live auditions, you know, where you're sitting there reading your sides going everything. And then someone just kind of scoots over to you and is like, you know, I, you know, I, I did, uh, I did fiddler on the roof. You're like, Oh, cool, man. <laughs> you know what? Funny. And again, this is tangential. We can go back. But when, yeah. Yeah. When I was doing live auditions, no one would talk to me. I think I like yeah. have a disposition about me where people like don't talk to this don't kid. Don't talk to him. Yeah. Yeah. I'm like, I'd have like a very, uh, I mean, maybe it's cause I'm like focused, but like, and my focused face is like a mean face. <laughs> no one, I would, I have seen people in casting rooms, like talking and socializing and they do not talk to me at all, which I prefer. Yeah. Actually. Yeah. So and like, you know, actually the very first time we met was at a live audition and I walked up to you and, and you said, do not talk to me. And you had a shirt that said, do not talk to me on. Yeah, so yeah. maybe that's also, <laughs> I keep, for, I forget that my audition shirt says that, it says that I yeah. wear it every audition. It's, it's in unrelated. big fine print too, but uh, sorry, going back. So senior year of college, you said, so how did you... you know, senior year of college, I went to... Uh, sorry, I'm drinking all this water. No, you're um, fine. <laughs> senior year of college, I have an uncle that lives in Chicago. And I went up to visit him just because I like to travel and, you know, see stuff. And 
a free place to crash on his couch and he got me a ticket to uh, an improv show up there uh, a long form improv show and I saw it and I was a kid that didn't like anything really I, I tried everything but didn't like it I did sports and everything and I saw other kids with like this passion that I never felt or had yeah and then I saw an improv show and I was like this is it oh my god it's like the heaven I was like it's like ah like light was shining awesome. down it's like this is what you're meant to be doing so I uh went back uh to college to university six months later graduated and then I moved to Chicago as soon as I graduated and uh, wow. yeah and I studied uh improv up there and performed improv for for I think five years up there which is great I, I think I grew more in Chicago than I did in, in any more any other point in my life I grew more in Chicago as a person and, and as a performer that's um, incredible um and like uh what was your troupe like called or I mean so I was kind of all over the place I was like at Second City and IO yeah, and, and yeah. the way it works especially for people that are like learning I say it the way it works I haven't it's been a while since I, I came up through improv, but you would just do as much as you can. So you'd have independent teams where just like buddies, like me and Sample, you want to go do a show tonight? And we would do a show or watch a show. And then you would get picked up on teams like at Second City or IO and and they would form their own teams, you know? So, I mean, I was on hundreds of teams, it feels like, you know what I mean? Wow, and it's wow. just, you're performing with everybody and you're just kind of getting your reps in. Um, and I miss it, man. It was a great it was a lot of fun. So you said um, you did this about for five years in Chicago. I did. So, yeah. So was there and ever then, a point while you were doing that where then you started like uh, looking at more um, like TV and film roles for acting or was yeah, that kind of at the tail end of it kind of fell into it. Um, someone had seen me in an improv show and they kind of like linked me up with their agent type situation. And so I kind of, that fell into it that way. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and then my, my, like, I forget what year it was and she's better now, but my mom got cancer. So I came back home and to Louisiana and that's what really got me into film and television um, was like scripted work was like, I was being down here and there was a lot, there's actually more work down here than probably Chicago, you know, yeah. in, in film yeah. and television. So and then it just fell into it and like it just started happening, you know, and, and I started, you know, auditioning and then, you know, booking and it snowballed from there. So I feel very lucky because I would have the path I took to get to where I'm at. No one, including myself, could have ever planned that out. Yeah. Like yeah. I just fell into all of it, got lucky yeah. and kind of yeah. fell. Into it's all almost of it, like you, know? you, uh, you improvised your way through life. Oh. And that's the podcast. No, that's it. That's a good <laughs> button. I like it. Um, so, but yeah, that's actually true. Because um, if improv taught me anything, it's that I'm a very scared, nervous person. Like I had anxiety yeah, constantly. You sweat like, a lot. Right I noticed that when I met you. When I shook your hand, yeah. it was like just dripping sweat. I was the like, sweat. Man, yeah, yeah, yeah. Towel. Uh, but. I've learned through improv that instead of feeling that fear and running away from it, I kind of lean into it now. So I use my fear as kind of like a compass. And anytime I feel fear, I'm like, oh, well, that's the direction I need to be going then. Yeah, that's, And yeah, it's, 
worked out okay so far, yeah. Um, you said earlier, whenever you were talking about True Detective Season 3, and you're talking about how they wanted to be, like, word for word perfect. You know, Nick Pizzolatto, I said, did he direct that episode as well? He did, Nick did, yeah. That's incredible, by the way. I've always wanted to work with him. But um, have you found um, maybe some directors or writers that you've worked with are more lenient when it comes to, uh, like, improvising in a scene? Is that something that, yeah, yeah you prefer to do? Yeah, I don't know if do? you got a chance, because you actually worked with him as well, but I don't know how much you got to have one-on-one time with Tate Taylor. I, I, uh, I briefly met him. I, I, I'm barely in the movie. It's super brief. That, that's okay. I only I had one last really to you, which was, which was pretty cool. That was so yeah. It was we had a fun day. You're you're such a little jerk. And you, you did it so well. Um, I was playing a, for the people that don't know. Oh yeah. I was playing a jerk. Uh, yeah no. Well that's that's what's funny is I often I'm glad that I got to play that part in Yuba because I was actually a sweet guy. But a lot of times I play the bad guy. Yeah. You know. Yeah. And so a lot of people like think of me as a bad guy. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. like from like for the most part it's like. If anyone sees me or recognizes me, it's it's not a <laughs> I'm not a good guy in their eyes. But uh, but no, you you did, and I think that's a testament of a good actor is the fact that you are such a sweetheart. And then oh, you, thanks, man. And then you play you played such a little jerk. Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's great. Uh, with- uh, but Tate Tate will let you swing for the fences. You know, he'll let you. Uh, you know, again, I was very nervous because I I I wasn't. Uh, I don't want to spoil anything if someone hasn't watched the movie, but I was only supposed to be in a couple scenes in that movie. And then my first day of shooting, I was kind of loose and improvise. I was, Cause on your, on your first day of set, I don't know if you feel like this, but it's like, you kind of have to gauge. It's not really your rodeo. You know what I mean? So like, yeah. what's yeah. the vibe on set? You know, are we, are we loose? Are we tight? And you have to adapt. I think as an actor, you, cause you want to be collaborative. So it's like, how do I fit myself into this puzzle you know and my first day on set I saw how it, I felt how loose everything was and I was like okay let's see what I can get away with you know uh and then they end up writing me into the rest of the script up until the climax which was incredible you know that's awesome man congratulations on 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 having such a big part of part of that man and Thanks, working man. With Tate. thank you so much um so yeah, Tate, to answer long story, to answer your question, Tate, and they're both great experiences though. You know what I mean? It's oh, like yeah. Tate's oh, yeah. super loose and Nick was, it's not that Nick was tight, but the words on True Detective are so, everything's, the way he writes is poetic, you know, yes. it's poetry and you want to honor those words, you know? Um, and it's important that you do, I think. So it's like, they're, they're both good. It's just very different beasts how you operate yeah i absolutely agree with you and um i find i don't know if you find it the same way i've talked to some actors who agree with me and like i'm sure whenever you read a script like from a nick pizzolato or you know from someone that needs you to be as precise as possible but they're also like such an incredible writer i feel like incredible writing is so much easier to absorb and like to memorize, do you feel like whenever you're like auditioning yeah. for something, you read something like only once or twice and then you have it just because like, it's just so well written and so great. It really sticks with you. Do you find that as well? A hundred percent. Yeah. It's like some stuff is, is difficult to memorize because it's just so poorly written, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, and and then, yeah. So like stuff like Nick stuff, but you know, and 
But Nick's was tough, man, only because it's like not necessarily the way I speak, you know, but that's not a testament to the, the writing. It's a testament to my act or to acting. You know, it's like I have to get there because the easiest parts are the ones that are closest to T.C. Mathern, you know? Oh, yeah. absolutely. But the challenging stuff is how do I get further away? And and so some of that stuff, whether it's dialect, you know, or, you know, a cadence of speaking that a normal audience member probably wouldn't pick up on, but those little things are, can what make it difficult as well, but in a good way, you know, difficulty, I don't think always means bad. Yeah. Does that make sense? No. Yeah. I, I, no, you're, yeah, you're absolutely right. Um, one of my, uh, there's this great interview, uh, of Christian Bale where, um, you know, he's played such a wide range of characters. Like it's insane. Not only like, does he change himself? physically but he just seems like an entirely different person from the inside out and uh, he did this one interview where someone was asking him i think it was when he was promoting ford uh, versus ferrari where you know he's super skinny and he's got an accent going on um and uh they said oh like are you a method like do you are you like like that character in the entire time is like no i'm not crazy like i want to like you know i talk to people like they're normal people when like someone says cut but he was like, you know, all these people, even in, even though they seem so different, like I find like myself in each of them, like I'm a lot more similar to these people than you might think I would be because I know who I am and my close friends and family like know who I am. And I was just like, yeah, that's like exactly right. And I, I don't know how you feel about this, but um, uh, I feel like it's almost kind of like a cliche thing now. And it's almost used as like a promotional thing, like for movies when they say, "Oh, we have a like a method actor yeah. or this like actor." And I'm not like trying to you know call it anyone specifically or anything, but I feel like you know maybe since like Daniel Day Lewis started like his like the way he that's his own technique. I wouldn't call that method because really method acting. And I'm sorry if I'm boring the audience with with acting like mythology. Uh, but it's just, you know, you just really, you prep, you prep and then you throw it away. And then from that preparation, you know, that everything that you've worked on kind of locks in and you don't think about it, but that doesn't mean you're doing that like every single day, like while you're on set, you know, and talking to like, if I was playing an old sea captain, I'm not going to go to lunch and, you know, wear my hat and have like, act like I really have a hand missing. Um, what do you, what do you think about all that? I'll, I'll stop talking for a second. No, and honestly, I mean, I don't know what type of audience you have here, but I love talking about this stuff. So it's like, okay. yeah. Um, I don't know if I, I, I have an audience, TC. You, what'd you say? I I'm said, sorry. I don't even know if I have an audience. That's fair. That's fair. Well, I appreciate you you doing this anyway. Yeah. Um, so I think about like people like to label stuff a lot, I think, you know, yes. and myself included, I think as humans, that's something we enjoy to do. But I think you nailed it when you said like, and to be more specific about it, like people want to say method acting, but it's just people's method. Yeah, right? yeah, exactly. My, my acting method is going to be different than yours. It's going to be different than Christian Bale's. It's going to be different than Daniel Day Lewis's. I think a lot of times something that I've realized that I used to turn my nose up to, but like, let's say my character has a limp or I have a Boston accent, you know, or anything else. I think sustaining those things helps me, helps me stay in it. Right. So like if between takes, 
I, if I have a Boston accent in between takes, I go back to speaking like myself. Whenever they say they go to roll again, it's going to take me like, boss, go, boss, park the car, park the car. Now I'm ready to do my scene. You know, it's wicked like, smart. Wicked smart. Yeah. It's like, I'm not having to like get into it. I'm just like, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Yeah. To stay accessible to those and, things. And, right. And that's something that Christian Bell also said. He said, I may walk, still walk that certain way or talk that certain way, but I'm not, I know that I'm really not that person is what he was right. explaining to, because like, like you kind of said, people like to label things and, you know, I used to, you know, re- really think that like, Oh, this person is like, something's wrong with them where they do think they're this other person, but no, it's just like our job. We just pr- play. It's like, how do you, how do you stay accessible yeah, to the yeah, thing? Yeah. And it's and like, and, and do something. Cause like, it's people don't realize that acting it's like, for and me like it's so funny because like i said i found acting way later so i the things i used to make fun of actors about now i do you know what i mean yeah like i remember speaking of christian bale you remember christian bale's like uh like on set freak out uh, for terminator Terminator salvation Salvation. yeah i used to i i remember first hearing that and i was like this dude like this dude like yelling at this like freaking out i was like is it now i'm like I would, I'd have been even more mad than you know what I mean. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. So it's so funny the stuff of like, like now, like I remember I was working on a show and, you know, I'm I'm very I like to I like to get very friendly with the crew, especially especially if you're on a project for a long time. Yeah, like that's yeah. your family. You know, I'm super collaborative, not just with actors but cameramen and stuff so everyone becomes very comfortable with me which i like but then the problem is like we're about to do a scene where all my friends just died all my friends are dead and between takes i i have a guy driving me in a car he's he was a stunt guy really sweet guy and between takes he's trying to shoot the at me and i'm like i can't i can't man and he was understand but he was like oh i'm so sorry i was like i just can't right now but I, you have to like set that boundary because it's like i can't yeah. i'm not a good enough actor to be like oh yeah shoot, 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 shoot. rolling you know <laughs> i'll have to fake yeah yeah, it yeah and i don't yeah, want to yeah, think yeah. you never you know? so i have to kind it, yeah. of keep myself in it because uh i think whether people know it or not when you see really good acting you can tell when people are faking it and when they're not you know yeah, yeah, absolutely. A lot of the times when you can see acting, that's when they're faking it. Not when Yeah, like, exactly. Like, and and no matter what, even if the project's okay with you faking it, I that's not the work I want to be doing. And sometimes you have to fake it, or at least I, I do. It's like you're on the day you're not going to you just you, you you like you can't make it happen, or at least I can't. And then so I have to fake it, but what I want to do is work hard enough to where the amount of that the percentage of me having to fake whatever i'm going through is less and less you yeah know? absolutely um so that was it yeah so that i mean so and it because that's the thing is like the more you study and i know you really work hard on on acting and you study it and you and you like and and, and so you're not in the end of the day you're not a method actor you don't do meisner you don't do stanislavski which are all acting methods. Yeah. You do yeah. sampling. Yeah. That's what I you do. do. That's sam- your method. I like that. I do the sampling. That, no, that, you no, that, but, that but every every actor that gets to a certain point, it's like, that's what you'll do. It's buffet style and you pick up what works for you. I used to like hear how other people worked. And I used to think that's how I have to do it. And then I did. And I was like, well, that doesn't work for me. Yeah. You know? Yeah. 
Oh, dude, you hit on something like I love so much. Um, cause it took me a long time to figure out that too, because, uh, I was taught a certain way. Like you have to do it like this. And even though like that works for me, I would go and like, I'm a huge, I just love like watching those like round tables with like actors or directors and uh, like podcasts with different actors. And when they're talking about their technique, that's completely different. And they're a way better actor than me. I'm just like, wait, that's not the only way you can do it. It just like kind of like, uh, kind of like with sports, you know, if you're a wide receiver, someone's training and preparation isn't the same, you know, for every other, you know, wide receiver out there, each one of them have a routine that they go through and it works for them because that's just how they've done it. And so, um, I, 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 or you teach, you know, you teach improv. Do you teach any other, do you teach like acting for film and television at all? Or no, I've done some like Meisner because Meisner and improv are very similar. Yeah. 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 Which I found, just happenstance so i've taught some meisner stuff but i I don't think i'm a very good teacher you know uh (laughs) i mean i mean improv i i i I can get by but but i'm like but i'm not the best you know i'm not i'm not a great you you're being too humble man i i feel like uh well i I appreciate you saying that but also it's like i don't want to be a teacher yeah yeah, 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 it's not that's not something i strive for or want you know yeah not in a bad way not knocking people that teach anything i just that's not something that i i'm interested no you in. yeah yeah i i totally get that like um right now me and my buddy princeton drake who's also an actor here he teaches some adult class classes and i i teach some kids and stuff but one of the things like i try to show them every like kind of going back to what we we're saying i try to show them like all these different teachers and stuff just because i'm like you like learn this and then learn this and then like take take away something from each old teacher like Stanislavski or Meister or Stella exactly. Adler. It's, it's like buffet style. Exactly, yeah. You know? You're, yeah. So I'm going to show you everything that's on the buffet and then you take what works for you and then that's how you build, you know? Yeah. The sampling. Yeah, the, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, let's call it the sampling method. I like that. I mean, I let's like just that. teach that. Like that. that. Uh, yeah. But okay, I remember... When we were, I think, like, just, like, waiting on set and, and breaking news, uh, I was, like, I think it was when I introduced myself to you, we were talking, and I think I was, like, oh, are you, like, a big, or do you like movies? Like, I know that's, like, a weird question to ask an actor, but I know a lot of actors that are, like, yeah, I don't really watch movies, and I'm just, like, how can you not watch movies? Like, that's our lives. But, uh, so, our... I wanted to ask you, like, any are are you a big are you a big movie buff? Or I know we didn't. I feel like right after I asked you that on set, we were called the set, so I never got to finish that conversation. Uh, because that's what's funny. I am a huge movie buff. Like, I watch at least one movie a day. Hey, me too. Easy. Like at, every night, that's my like wind down routine. I'm like, what movie am I gonna watch tonight? Yes. yes. I don't watch TV. Really? Like, or like really? like theories. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I yeah. Only, yeah, but I, I rarely watch anything like that. Um, which is strange. But 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 movies I I adore. I watch almost everything. When did you start watching a movie a day? Because I started that I wanna three or four years ago I started that and like I don't know, do you journal them at all? I have like a little journal I entry them into. I like yeah, I'm like a nerd. 
That's I I'm I'm smiling because I like that so much. And okay. I never, I'd never thought of that before. So no, I don't journal about them, but I do like that a lot. I like that you do. I think what I'm fortunate about is that I have some close friends that also really like movies. So I guess my form of journaling would be like to just have a conversation with my buddies yeah, about yeah. a movie. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Cause sometimes it's, it's what I, and I like this. Sometimes we see eye to eye about things completely. Yeah. And then other times like it's their favorite movie. And I think it's garbage. You know what I mean? And, and yeah. I like that because it's like, what do you like? What don't I like? Let's talk about it. And sometimes they convince me like, Oh, you're right. And sometimes I can, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, yeah. Exchange that like discussing, it can really open your eyes about a lot of different things about movies you know Um, one of the reasons i started like journaling them is because i think what's really cool about movies it's my favorite art form mainly because like i could watch a movie like let's for instance um uh let's see six or five or six years ago i watched the movie drive by nicholas winding refn and I was like, yeah, it's okay. And I, journal, I wrote it in my little journal entry. And then years later, I watched it again. And I was like, oh my gosh, this is like one of my favorite movies now. And I, I actually just rewatched it the other day. So that's why I thought of it. But I was but like, was- that's so cool. So it's kind of cool to see like five years or four years ago when I watched a movie. And I thought it was like, okay. Or I thought it was amazing. And then years later, I like watch it again. Yeah, like, you're I documenting can't... your growth as an audience member. Yeah. Which is, yeah. that is, that I rewatched Troy and I hadn't watched it in years Dude. and I didn't like it at all. I haven't seen that since like the seventh grade. We watched it in like history class for some reason. I watched it when I was younger, I mean, probably when it first came out. And I was like, this is incredible. This movie is incredible. Yeah. And then I rewatched it and it's like, it's bad. It's a bad <laughs> I was like shocked. I was I was like sat down. I was like ready. I was like pumped. It was yeah, like yeah. meeting with an old friend, yeah. and then your old friend ends up being like a complete jerk. Yeah, they're yeah. like uh, they're just they're life did not that, go you know, well for them. And it's not just a testament to. I keep saying testament. I don't even know if I know what that word means. <laughs> it's not just saying. It's not just uh, saying something about my me viewing, but it's it says something about how cinema has changed over even the past 20 years or however long it's been since that movie came out, you know? Um, Cause things have changed so much. Like they were using like smash zooms, like where like Sean Bean would say something to Brad Pitt and turn and be, whoosh, you know, like slam. And I think Quentin Tarantino is the only one that yes, really yeah, I instantly thought of that. And Django and Chain where Leonardo turns around and it's bam. But also Quentin's doing it like in a way of like, he knows what he's Dude, doing. Quentin- like, like in a way of like, he's, trying to get a certain effect and that's what he's doing when i feel like to really really enjoy quentin tarantino films to the most fullest is to almost like be a movie buff and like almost see like all these foreign films all these like b action films because then when you go and watch a quentin tarantino film he loves movies so much like you just see what he's referring to and like he doesn't like yeah like with that technique he's like almost like using it to reference that or kind of to make fun of the technique itself. But that's, it, it's, that's- I think, and I'm, I'm not going to even begin to like think what Quentin is trying to do. Quentin, like, we're, we're yeah, like you're, <laughs> you're good pal. Uh, but I, th- I like, it's, 
his movies always have an air of lightness to them yeah. even yeah. you know what i mean and i think it's like adds to that like if you were doing trying to do something incredibly dramatic and then did a smash zoom like that it would take away from the thing but it it's all in the same tone yeah you know what i mean no yes you're you're exactly right like he plays around with so many things in his films like in once upon a time in uh hollywood uh i almost said huntsville um he yeah he plays a, a lot with that stuff how did you have you seen that one Oh yeah. yeah. Did you yeah, yeah. enjoy it? I liked it a lot. I, yeah. I loved it. I probably saw it like three or four times in theaters, which by the way, I, I think I were really... upset that it wasn't like super Quentin Tarantino-y. Like it was a little bit different than what he normally does. Yeah. 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 That's fun. Like I thought it was great. I thought it was great too. And like Leonardo DiCaprio, like, like him, like I just loved watching him play like this actor who was like past his prime almost. And so like, I was just like, man, I feel like that's me in like 40 years. <laughs> like, hopefully not. But I was just like, I relate to this character, even though I haven't experienced any of this yet in my life. Maybe it's yeah. because like that, that's like my biggest fear is like to be out of, uh, be passed by prime as an actor. But yeah, uh, I love Quentin Tarantino. I call him Q Man because we know each other pretty well. Yeah, y'all are best friends. Yeah, I mean you can uh, call him Quentin. I have to pee. I have to pee so bad right now. <laughs> it hurts. Can I? I'm gonna go pee. I'll be right yeah, back. Yeah, no, I, I'll hold down the fort and take your time, man. Um, all right, this is uh, the Once Upon a Time in Huntsville podcast, hosted by me, Sample Brown. I hope you guys have been enjoying the podcast so far. With my buddy TC Mathurin. If you haven't seen TC anything, you should go check out True Detective season three. You should go check out. You should go check out Godzilla: King of Monsters, which came out I think two, two years ago. I could be wrong. Um, and I believe he also voiced a couple characters in Red Dead Two. So I'm gonna ask him about him next. And if he didn't, then I will cut this part out so I don't look like an idiot. But um, uh, oh, uh, um. Oh wow, that was a fast pee. I did. I almost hurt myself. Are you okay, man? You're on my hands. Yeah. Um, if you zoom out, is there just like a gallon of like pee from a used? Yeah, yeah. Jug? There's a five-gallon uh, drum next to me. Oh, I was just telling the audience um, that uh, I, I believe, I think I saw on your IMDb that you voiced a couple characters in Red Dead Two, right? Yeah, I did. Yeah. So kind of um, transitioning from movies to gaming. Are you a do you play a lot of video games or how did that, how did that come you know about? What's funny about both those things is I, that was one of the first acting gigs I ever booked. Oh, um, wow. Wow. It just took forever to come out. Um, and no, I wasn't. So I wasn't a gamer before that. So I literally bought a PlayStation four just to play that game, you know? Yeah. yeah. So Red Dead two, did you play Red Dead? Dude, I'm going to be honest with you. Uh, I still have not. Like, I have a backlog of video games that I'm trying that's, to get yeah, to. That's dude, that, that's one of them. Because I'm asked that all the time. Have you played Red Dead Two yet? I'm like, I I haven't. I'm getting to it though. It's 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 a bittersweet thing that that was my first game. Yeah, yeah. Because it, it the bar was set so high immediately. Yeah, I yeah, it's amazing. I loved it. I loved it. I like at the end of it. Like I I was affected by it. Like a movie. You know, and, and yeah. I, I do think that video games are slowly becoming a viable form of entertainment like a movie. Yeah. You yeah. know, 
um, which I, again, never like speaking of how I've changed over the years, I would have never said that before. I was like, video games are like, I, I was like, I shrug them off. I was like, this, this is a lower form of entertainment. And now I'm like, dude, the way I was affected by the end of that game, like credits roll, you know, they do like the credits at the end of it. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> just bawling, crying. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and that's incredible. I, you know, I think, um, um what or i'm a I, I really like whenever i watch a movie i like to go see what like roger ebert said about it if like it was around when he was still alive and uh, i came across this one interview where he was like very much like video games like are not a form of art they're trash they're for little kids yeah and i was just like man he was so wrong because i mean if you go and like watch like the behind the scenes of how video games are made like not only like on the acting front of things like the motion capture, like yeah. who they put in, like that's hard stuff to do. I, I've done some of that, not for a video game, but like, or did you do motion capture for Reddit? Or no, just no, no. My, yeah, mine. Um, and it was actually, I don't ever want to do my, whatever I had to do. I don't want to ever do that again. Really? Yeah. I, I was like general population people. So like, if you ran into someone on the street and I had like an affectation, I was like, Hey, he's over here. <laughs> And that's how I was talking the whole time. I love so it. I went into the studio for a whole day and they had, I'm not joking, Sam, hundreds and hundreds of lines of dialogue. And I was in the booth and there was a director on the other side of the glass and he was just like, uh, say that line. Okay, next, next. Say that one angrier, next. And just like, boom, 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 boom. I'm hundred pages and pages oh of one liners. Yeah. And so, it, like, by the end, and they were like, uh, or they were like, all right, drink some water. I was like, okay. Like, because my throat was yeah, getting dry. Yeah. Uh, so it wasn't a, uh, I'm grateful for it. Yeah, but it wasn't yeah, a, absolutely. Like, I think I would enjoy the motion capture side where, like, you're you're having an actual scene with another actor. But I, I unfortunately, didn't get to um, do that. Yeah, it's, um, uh, have you played the video game uh, The Last of Us? I haven't that, but it's the same way people talk about what you said about Red Dead. Yeah, yeah. That's how I feel about Last but, of Us. Uh, right they now. did this like great documentary on like the first game of like the making of, and like watching like if if for anyone that's not familiar with like mocap suits, but they're these like black like wetsuits that are super tight, and you have like these white balls like all up around you, and then like a headband with white balls, and so like to look at a person who's also wearing that same getup. And be like crying because like you're trying to get them to leave because you don't love them anymore. Like that's like an, an insanely hard thing. Like as an actor, you know that's a, it's a pretty difficult space to get there. But like when you're like wearing the most ridiculous costume of all time, like I have such an a, an enormous amount of respect to act like actors that are able to do that and be able to like open doors that are just like pipe like PVC piping. And you know yeah. guns that are just green and stuff. I I love stuff like that. But uh, well, I think that boils down to it's it is very it's much more difficult. But I think in all ver versions of acting, it's like I find that, and I think we lose it as adults if you don't practice it. Yeah, but like keeping no. your imagination sharp <clears throat> is going to help you a ton because it's like you know it's hard for me when I'm on set and I've got a guy's I, I got a gun to my head. 
And but I, I, like five minutes ago, I saw the stunt guy show me that it's a rubber gun yeah, and it's got no yeah. bullets in it. You know? Yeah. Yeah. I still have to know that that gun's loaded. You know what I mean? And, Absolutely. And, and, so, and I'm about to kill myself because it's or someone's about to kill me. You know? Because it's that's the only way I'll, I'll get there. So you have to practice that imagination as an actor and like keep that sharp. You're absolutely right, man. And that's like, honestly, like it's a really fun thing to do. I mean, I mean, I know some actors may not enjoy that part as much, but like, I really enjoy like kind of just being silly and goofy. Like as a kid, I grew up doing that stuff all the time. And so the fact that that's my job now, like, I think that's awesome. I think we have the best job on earth, man, to be able to just play around and play pretend. Of course, more goes into it than just, Oh, we play pretend. But I mean, that's what we do. No, I'm. So, I agree with you, man. It's 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 a. It can be a tough job, but but the best, like the fact that we get to do this for, like the fact that we're. I'm an actor is insane. Like that's insane to me. Yeah. Whenever like I'm having a bad day on set or I feel like I feel grumpiness coming on, I'm like, nah, man, you got the best job on earth. Like you don't deserve to feel that way at all. Just like relax, do your thing. But uh oh I wanted to ask you kind of going back to the gaming are you playing anything right now? I just finished Ghost of Tsushima um which was an yeah, incredible game. Yeah. I haven't played it yet but that's on my list as well. It's fun. Yeah, and and I started God of War. Nice. Um, Great game. But going from like one epic game to another like Ghost is a big game. Yeah. And so I should I literally went from like whenever Ghost ended I started God of War and I was like I need to take a break. Yeah, yeah, I need yeah, a little yeah, yeah. break, you know, because it's like it—it it was like binging an entire, like all of Sopranos in one sitting. You know what I mean? It, it, it was, yeah, yeah. It yeah, was. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I enjoyed it, but it was a lot, you know. Yeah, yeah. Um, so yeah, God of War right now, but just kind of hanging out. You know, I'm reading a lot, which which is I think help. It helps with that imagination as well. You know, I think so often we like don't. I don't know. Or not we, but like a lot of people, myself included, like forget how to do that stuff. Like use our brains in that fashion. Yeah. I, I when you said that, I just thought of you just like reading like a cat in the hat book. Just like yeah. There's no couch. words. There are no words in the book. It's all pictures. It's, all it's pictures. actually a magazine. It's just a magazine. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then you cut it out and you make like little like and you show your parents, and they're just like, "Ah, oh, yeah, that's that's great, TC. Yeah, when are you yeah, gonna yeah. move out?" By the way, get a real job. <laughs> I say I never will. But <laughs> but uh, oh, speaking of uh, getting a job, anything on the horizon that you want to talk about or or, or throw out there? To um, people? I mean, I definitely, you know, it's kind of a bummer, bittersweet, but like breaking news in Yuba County, I, I'm like bummed that it, um, you know. I wish theaters were open for, you know, yeah. when that movie came out, because I, I enjoy that movie. It's, and it's a lighter movie that I haven't done. I haven't done something, got to do something that fun in a long time. Yeah. Yeah. And so I, and I think people enjoy the, the silliness of that one. And then, uh, there's a, um, underground railroad comes out in May. Yeah. And I got to do, I got to work with Barry Jenkins, Woo. the director on that. And Congratulations. it was incredible. I'm only one episode, but it was it was a blast. I remember you telling me about that. I don't know if you had already filmed it or you were going to film it when we spoke at the Your Honor table read. But um, I, I just remember you being like really thrilled about it. So that's awesome that like it's. Do you have a date yeah. for that? It comes out May twelfth. May twelfth. Oh, so pretty soon. Maybe fourteen. Is it Amazon know. Prime? It that's is, what yeah. I thought. Okay, dude. Congratulations, man. That's like. What was it like working with 
Barry Jenkins and like being on that set. Incredible. I mean, he is so, um, like such a sweet human being and also so like he knows he knows what to say like he'll be like dude like he like pumps you up at the right times or like whenever you need something you know yeah, yeah. Uh, just he's like a sweet guy which i i would have i don't know why when someone's like a famous artistic director like that i just have a cliche image of like them being kind of an yeah yeah Uh, yeah sure he's my language i don't know if we should be cursing on here uh, bleep it out (laughs) oh thank you uh but you know and he was not that he was like so collaborative and it was you know it's so giving and i had to take bullwhip lessons for that which was incredible too um so like i learned how to use a bullwhip and and you know operating that and it was it was a blast so what you're telling me is indiana jones is coming up soon Indiana Jones 5, I will be playing Harrison Ford. <laughs> Wait, you're not playing Indiana Jones, you're playing Harrison Ford. I'm playing Harrison Ford, uh, yeah. Like, Harrison Ford is still playing Indiana Jones, but in the movie, you are Indiana also Jones, playing I'm Harrison, Harrison Ford. Ford. <laughs> dude, I yeah. can't wait to see that, dude. Congratulations yeah, on that. I can't, well, I, I pitched it to the um, studio, but I haven't yeah. heard anything back yet. Oh. I th- but it's such a good idea. I think they've I already filmed it, buddy, but... Uh, I do that. Yeah, just uh, just keep working on it though. Did you write up a treatment or something and send it to Spielberg? I'll write up a treatment. <laughs> That's um, what I'll do. But dude, I I, I don't want to take any more of your precious time. I know you got to get back to reading your picture books. Uh, I know it's about yeah, that yeah. time and then nap time after that. But um, thank you so much for doing this show. Sorry so much for like taking forever to get get started. But uh, dude, it was really it's such a blessing to see you and get to talk to you. I hope you know that I really admire your work, and uh, I can't. I I'm sure we'll get to work together again soon. I know we will, man. Thanks for having me, and uh, you're, you're you're a treat, man. I mean, that flew by. I feel I had such a great time dude, talking to you. I'd, I'd be on anytime. Anytime. Okay. So are you free this like every day this next six months? Ooh, it was that's just something people say. Sam, oh, oh, just, yeah, see, I haven't uh, picked I have, that up yet. I haven't been haven't doing this. It's, very just a, it's just a polite thing people say. Yeah, because like every time I do a podcast with a guest, like I'll text them, haven't heard back from any one of them. I had my mom on the show, haven't heard from her since. Yeah, you you might be a disappointment to her, Sam. <laughs> I don't know. Dang, man. <laughs> All right, man. Let's end the show right there before I start crying. Uh, again, again, hey, thank hey, you so much, me, DC. You have a great rest of your day. And everyone, go watch, go check out uh, Underground Railroad May twelfth, and go. I believe uh, breaking news. Get it on like any VOD, like YouTube, Amazon. I'm sure. Um, I don't know any other ones off the top of my head. But just enough. Google you it. Are, you you can buy it somewhere it. or rent it. But uh, thanks again, man. Have a great one. Later, Baba. All right, later, man.